the fact that I can sit here and talk about this, but then like the one scripted thing, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Hot Girl Novels podcast with Danny and Mia. I'm Mia. And I'm Danny. And today we talked about Olivia Blake, fan fictions. I read some smut. The book that we're going to read next, we talked about Gilmore Girls, Riverdale, <laughs> Social Anxiety. Zoe Kravitz, as always. <laughs> Zoe Kravitz, yes. And maybe even more, I don't remember. Yeah, there was a lot going on <laughs> in this episode. I hope you enjoy and thanks for hanging out with us. Let's just get into it. I mean, we, this episode, I think we wanted to talk about like what we've been reading, especially Alone with You in the Ether. Because we just finished that and it was interesting. Um,. i went into that book thinking oh my god like this is gonna be revolutionary like my life is gonna be now known as before i read this book and after i read this book and it was not the case at all i don't know i just felt like it was we've seen so many people post about it recently and it's been like having like such good reviews so our expectations were super high Everyone was raving. Like, every single review was a five-star review, and everyone was like, this book has changed my life, like, la, 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 la. It didn't do that for us. It was good, but I feel like it it didn't do it. It didn't do it for us. It really was trying to do, like, a lot, and it ended up doing nothing (laughs) for me. I just had a really hard time sympathizing with Reagan. And just liking her as a character in general. Because they just never told us why exactly she is the way she is. Yeah. Except the fact that her family doesn't like her. And I don't think that that was enough of a reason for her to be as insane as she is. Yeah. And the whole forgery thing was so weird. I didn't understand that. I was just like, okay, so you... They still never got into that. Yeah. Like, what what was the reason... It wasn't like smutty enough for me to just read it for the smut also. I would I would argue that it didn't even have any smut because like it wasn't it just wasn't that type of book, I guess. But <laughs> I don't know. They just it was just those like four pages of their first few times and then that was it. And it wasn't like detailed. It's just like summarizing, which is fine, but I don't know. I like to read it. <laughs> <laughs> We're so out of it, Mia. I feel out of it. It's just because we've been, we've been it. through so much today that this is like, and we've already talked about these things. So like, maybe this isn't good to do like right after book club. Guys, you just don't understand what we've been through today. Yeah, it's been quite the day. How's your week been, Mia? How have you been? How? How's life? I have been through some stuff this week. (laughs) I can't really get into it. Danny, you know. I had a big scare. (laughs) It's been been a week. It's been quite the week for me. Yes. That sounds like I had like a pregnancy scare. Like, no, it wasn't a pregnancy scare. It was was like, it was bigger than that. (laughs) How was your week? What did you do? What did I do this week? I feel like I didn't do anything. This week has been whatever. I've been so tired. And um, I feel like 
I don't know if you do you ever just feel like you're about to hit a rut I feel like I'm about to enter my flop era <laughs> <laughs> like I feel it coming that was me last week I was like in the biggest slump of my life like I didn't even want to leave my room or go out mm. or like do anything and the motivation like I had zero motivation to read especially because I didn't like the start of this book what do you do to try and get back into reading I literally have to force myself because I know I have to talk about it at the book club <laughs> So I that like if like that's like that gets me through it. I just haven't like lately like especially like with when we read Ghost, that didn't help my slump mm. at all. Like because I didn't really like it that much. Really, this one was better, and I I kind of want to like read something else, but I don't have our next book because I went and they didn't have. I have to order it. What what books do you like? Like what books do you enjoy reading? You know I'm a romance whore. <laughs> You should read, there's this one romance book that everyone's been talking about called Terms and Conditions. You should read, you should look into that. I haven't read it, but Let me write that down. apparently it's really good. I have a few, but like the covers are so ugly that I can't even open it. I will not fucking buy a cover if it's ugly. I just won't do it. I won't be reading it. I have. <laughs> I have. And I, it's just hard for me to like, like, I don't even want it shown in my room like I put those in the back (laughs) and I mean they're okay but the cover is so bad like it genuinely like if I didn't know if it wasn't on book talk and I didn't hear how good it was I would never pick it up yeah and there's this like new trend where all the books have like cartoon people on them now and it's just like you're there but you're not there it feels like something I would like read in middle school (laughs) yeah like, I would have picked that up. Oh, 100%. I think, I think we just, I think we need to talk about what happened to us this morning. <laughs> I think we need to get into it. <laughs> Danny, don't do this to me. <laughs> don't do this to me. <laughs> well, maybe people will feel bad for us. No. <laughs> okay, fine. Never mind, guys. Sorry. Mia doesn't want to discuss. <laughs> I, I like I can't. <laughs> the, like I, I can't even say it. I just don't want everyone to know I'm a flop. <laughs> but we flop together. <laughs> that still. And that's the beauty of it. No. <laughs> it just didn't. I didn't need this this week. It made my week a little worse. And now Danny's falling asleep mid podcast. <laughs> I'm so tired. I don't know what has been up with me this week, but I've just been so exhausted. No, same. I've been waking up so much later than usual. So we discovered that the author of Alone with You in the Ether is a fanfic writer. Specifically Dramini fanfic. And it has been quite the the word it's a very insightful revelation because it really just makes everything make sense with her writing style and like how she writes because I feel like the way she wrote alone with you in the ether she kind of um she kind of just gave you the characters at face value and expected you to just go along with 
who they are and like their choices and have everything make sense without needing an explanation because like in fanfic writing that's kind of what you do because everyone reading already knows the characters and they already have an idea she really lost that part in like the in the book because we don't know anything about the characters that's also why like i couldn't picture anyone like i don't know Mm -hmm. she just gives like no insight on anything about them except like he has curly hair and she's half asian yeah exactly (laughs) i did not understand the dynamic between her and her current boyfriend i just they were comfortable but he like seemed like towards the end or like even like in the middle of it like he was like just so like manipulative like oh like you're gonna come back to me anyway because yeah that's what you do and I know who you are or whatever. But he didn't really know her. Exactly. He knew, like, the version of her that was medicated and not herself, supposedly. Mm-hmm. I haven't read her other book, but I that I know that one has a lot of mixed reviews because of the writing style. You did read her fanfic, though. I did read it. And you know what? It's pretty good for a fanfic. I've read worse, but I also have read better. So it was like, it was okay, but it wasn't good enough for me to continue reading the sequel. Like, I'm just done. But um, her writing has improved since then. I think she's still, some of her fanfics on that website she posts on are still, like, not finished, I think. I was going through one today. I was skimming. I didn't read anything, but I... Came across this one. Dude, please. I'm pretty sure. I don't remember the name because I just screen recorded it. And I didn't even get to read mm. it, but I saw some keywords. So I was like, let me just screen record this real quick. <laughs> I'm about to read it. And this is like very embarrassing to be coming out of my mouth. <laughs> like, please. <laughs> Ew. Okay. <laughs> also, wait. I don't know who. I think this was... Um, Harry Potter and Jenny. Ew. No, this is like literally humiliating. <laughs> it's just so sexual and they're like children. I have to I in my brain I always pretend they're in they're in college. Okay. Or else I can't read it. For like there's just some background for people that like don't read fan fiction. It's just like I feel like the hype around it is always the smut and they use like the grossest like sexual terms like that's just like there's no reason for those words to be said <laughs> like <laughs> so this is why it's gonna be embarrassing because it's gonna be coming out of my mouth but I'm just reading it because I looked it up because I wanted to see what her writing was like before this book okay <laughs> <laughs> Danny, I can't. <laughs> I can't. Read it. Okay, she, okay. She goes, ready. Would you like me to start? She ventured. Penis. She, be- <laughs> she began and then made a face. No, cock. She licked her lips, starting over. <laughs> Show me your thick, hard cock, Potter. <laughs> wait what the hell yes this is her this is olivia olivier olivia blake 
And I specifically filtered it because I wanted to see, because in this book that we just read, it was not described like, yeah. the few times were not described like this at all. Yeah. But then since we knew that she had been a fanfic writer, I wanted to see what her writing had been like before. So... <laughs> I'm gonna continue. Ew, this is literally like re- like I'm narrating porn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, he said hurriedly, pressing a finger to her lips. I get it, you're filthy. But it's my turn, overachiever. He muttered under his breath and she grinned. Oh, so- <laughs> oh, so close. She teased, holding back a laugh. Tell me I'm filthy again. But this time say... Pussy, Harry attempted forcefully before wrinkling his nose. I don't like it. She made a face, nodding her agreement. Try the other one, she suggested, and he sighed, closing his eyes. Cunt, he announced, swallowing comically. I, um... <laughs> what is this? Okay. What? Wait, so they're having, are they having sex right now? I don't know, exactly. I think it's like, she's trying, they're like about to, but they're trying to like, be like dirty. And that's why it just feels like so like... <laughs> like immature like so i couldn't like it's gross i can't imagine them in college like there's it's it's gross yeah that's that's pretty cringy when 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 was this written can you see the year that was written (laughs) dude she literally wrote it 2017 it wasn't even like 2013 like it was a few years ago i hated that oh my god i just read a little part ready (laughs) (laughs) i just i can't imagine harry potter doing this (laughs) <laughs> he goes get on the bed he whispered in your ear so i can fuck your perfect cunt and then she goes it's wet for you i'm so fucking wet harry like ew the fact that she was writing things like this but yeah there was just some insight on what olivia blake used to write before she wrote along with you in the ether god and no hate to her by the way yeah yeah because it's just it's it's so popular but it just made me uncomfortable there's like so many good writers that come out of fanfic writing and i don't think it's talked about enough but like some of them are literally better than published authors yeah yeah i'm like for real what platform do you use archive of our own dot org guys and go check out olivia blake's old fanfics if you're into um harry potter fanfictions is wattpad like not a thing anymore do people not use that i have no idea I feel like I've heard well I feel like this is one of the more the most popular ones. The one that I used to use when I was like a child was um Harry Potter fanfics.net or like something like I that. I have never heard of that. I've had the same fucking email since I was literally in 3rd grade. And a few months ago I was going through my emails and <laughs> I see an email from Harry Potter fanfiction.net. And they were announcing that that their like site was closing down. It was running for so long. Yeah, it was running for so long. I didn't even get to I never it. read Harry Potter ones. That and Harry Styles fanfiction was all I read. Those were the only ones I would read and like Justin Bieber ones. <laughs> and there's just something different about fanfics because like since you already know the people it's just easier to picture certain situations are you gonna read anything after alone with you in the ether i'm okay i have malibu rising right now oh i'm gonna get hate <laughs> i have not been able to get into this author's books 
and I've tried so hard. I really wanted to get into Daisy Jones and the Six, but I can't get over the way it's written. And I'm going to keep trying because I know that show is coming out. Yeah. I'm going to force myself, but I don't like the way it's written. I still haven't read Evelyn Hugo. Oh, yeah. I haven't read that either. I have it there. I, I'm going to one day. I just haven't. And then I have Malibu Rising. So I have three of her books and I haven't read any. Well, y'all let me know how it is. I haven't read any of her books. I just... I just feel like I'm going to be disappointed. I think you will be. I think my expectations are always like, I'm more satisfied from a book, but then you're like more like English major, like you know more about like all that stuff. So then like (laughs) you can like tell when like the writing is like not as good or whatever. So I'm like satisfied more easily. So I can like, I can see myself liking it. I will say, I really want to read this, what the fuck is it called? The Seven Husbands, Seven, right? Is that not Evelyn Hugo? Evelyn Hugo, yeah, 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 that one. I I've heard it's worth the hype, so I don't know. I think if I read one, it'll be that one. Oh my god, really random. But since we talk about Zoe Kravitz, have you seen the Batman? Yes. Oh my god, I'm seeing it on Wednesday. Oh fuck! I was about to talk about it. <laughs> I mean, you can talk about. Well, it. Well, I can say, I can say, my issue was. That I went to go see it pretty late. It's three hours. Oh my god, yeah. Also, I was going out after. So I was just trying to like get over this. Like I was just trying to get get it over it with and done. Okay. Did you see it by yourself? No, I went with my friends. I At first, I was falling asleep. I'm not going to lie to you. Mm. But then Zoe came in and like that was it. Like I was 100% interested. But I just wanted her to be more involved in it. Which she is. Mm. She has a lot of scenes. But like. For me, it's never enough. Like, I need her, like, 100... Like, I just need her, like, the whole time on screen. Also, like, she's, like, not Catwoman yet in it. She's just, like, still, like, Selena Kyle, I think. And I'm, like, hoping that we get a Catwoman movie. She's still not Catwoman, I think. I think she's, like, about to be. She's still, like, Selena Kyle. Or maybe, like, I just didn't understand. She has, like, all the cats and stuff, but, like... And she has the mask and whatever, but... So I'm hoping mm. that we get a cat own movie and like we get to see more of her because I fucking I love Robert Pattinson but like she was just like the star for me like <laughs> so yeah it just wasn't enough but it was a good movie I just okay I don't know if like my theater I don't know if they ever like turn off the lights on the stairs like the steps uh-huh. The lights were on, right? And the movie is already so dark. Like, it's so hard to see because lately, like, oh. I've seen this on Twitter. People talk about it, too, where, like, specifically in action movies, like, the lighting is so dark and, like, you can't really, like, see as much as you used to. And, like, earlier, like, Avengers movies versus mm. Spider-Man movie that just came out, like, it's pretty dark in the action scenes. So yeah. that happened this time where it's dark. Like, I couldn't see hmm. good and then the lights were kind of on a little bit. I'm not excited about the length. Uh, my fr- I've been hearing mixed things. Jacob's uh, Isaac. He doesn't like anything. Exactly, he doesn't. But he- Isaac said that it was better than The Dark Knight. And he loved it so much. Like, he loved it. But I also am hearing... <sighs> okay, I don't remember The Dark Knight. It's the, like the OG Batman's, Christopher Nolan's Batman. To say that it was better than that, that's I know. a lot. 
from my other friend. She said <laughs> she didn't really like it. And she said that it took itself way too seriously to the point where she felt like she was watching Riverdale and she found it funny. Like she thought some of the dialogue was just like not good. Well, there was like some like comedic parts to it, but I think it was like not cringy. Okay. Wait. No, I'm kidding. There's a specific part. I know you're going to laugh when you hear it. <laughs> it talks about the specific amount. Like, um, I don't remember exactly, but it was like, oh, the Riddler has 500 followers on it. Like, like let's say like Instagram or something. And it made it seem like it was so much. And I was like, what is this? But yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll give you uh, my thoughts once I watch it. But we're seeing it on Wednesday. The only superhero I, even, I really like is Spider-Man. I'm just not into it. I love all the Marvel movies. So I've been like... Like every time I watch a DC one, like it just like doesn't hit the same. Like I just don't think it's as good. But this one was... I mean, it was good. But my expectations were higher. DC is trying to... They're in their art ho era. Like, they're coming out with stuff like the Joker and now the Batman. Okay. I feel like they're trying to gun for an Oscar. Because do you go to AMCs, like the theaters? Um, I have a few times. Well, like, on their app, when you're looking, when you're scrolling through the movies, one of the options, all the indie, critically acclaimed movies have a gold border around where it says like artists, AMC artists and films. So those are basically all the films that are gunning for like the Oscars and award season. And the Batman was one of those that had the gold border. And I was like, another one that was an AMC artisan film was (laughs) the fucking Dear Evan Hansen movie. (laughs) That made me giggle so hard. Is that with, um, what's his name? Ben Platt. Yes. That's, yeah. I don't like him. I mean, but there's just something about him. He always plays like younger high school people still. Yeah, he's like 30. He looked so creepy in that movie. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really like him that much. I don't like him either. He's going to see this and start crying. <laughs> <laughs> just shit on everyone <laughs> for an hour. Did you say what you were going to read next? Oh, yeah. Um, Malibu Rising, I think. Malibu Rising. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. I'm just trying to get through the all these freaking advanced reader copies that I have. Cause I have to. I've been having a pretty good reading year. I just finished Nightcrawling by Layla Motley. Let's talk about how you read four books in a week. <laughs> Okay, so let me look at my story graph. I read, I started night crawling at like 9, 8 p.m. at night. And then I finished it the next morning. And then I finished Friday Black. And then I started a different book that I'm still reading. You read Crying in, what's it called? H-Mart? Yeah, I did read Crying in H-Mart. Dude, I didn't cry. (laughs) I haven't read it, so I don't know. I was like, I was really surprised. It was really sad, but I just, I I couldn't cry. What has, what book has even made you cry? Because I don't think you cry that much. Because there was one time 
Well, oh, we were reading Beach Read, and I would literally bawled my eyes out, and you just like completely like skipped the part. You were like, mm, whatever. And I was <laughs> crying hard. I cry a lot. I just think I don't cry at books that much. But I cry. I'm a crier. I'm a cancer. I know. That's why it's very surprising to me. It's like part of my DNA. It's really weird. Well, the thing is, ever since I went on antidepressants, I have not been crying as much. Like, I think within the past, since January, I think I've cried a total of like three times, which is insane. That's insane. I feel like I cry like three times. No, I cry like almost every day. No, that's literally, that's exactly how how I okay, was. Good. I was crying every other day, like just crying, 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 crying. And then January hit in that that time it had been like four months, four months, not four months. It had been four weeks of me being on Prozac. And that's when it starts to really like kick in and work how it's supposed to. And I looked back and I was like, oh my God, I haven't cried <laughs> like in a month. Like, what is this? So I think that also, because January is when I started getting back into reading. Yeah. So maybe that's, maybe that that's like the reason. Because I, I'm a big crier. But, oh my God, I read this one book called Eleutheria. I might be pronouncing it wrong. But it was so weird. It was the weirdest book I had read in so long. It's about this girl who was raised by parents who kept her in like a bunker and they were really scared of the end of the world. So they were, what is the word? Like disaster preparation or prep? prep, prep oh. I don't know. They were just, they had okay. stocked yeah. up on canned food and stuff like that. Like everyone that's like, they're ready for like apocalyptic, like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she was raised by those people and then they passed away to, due to a drug overdose she goes to live with some cousins in Boston. And from there, she meets this this woman who ghost wrote a book that she uses as like her manifesto. And she goes to this island that the book talks about to find this camp where everyone lives with the goal to like restore the environment and stop climate change. It was just such a weird book. It was just a very strange book. I've literally, I've never heard about that. Ever. <laughs> Where did you get that? Uh, it was from, um, it was one of the advanced reader copies I got. Oh, okay. Well, what would you rate it? I gave it a three. Cool. It was Out of five? Written really. Yeah. Okay. Like, I liked it, but I, I don't know. It was weird. So that's one of the uh, books that comes out. I think it comes out in May. I don't know. Coming out within the next few months. Have you started Disorientation? I finished it. <gasps> oh, okay. You didn't see the review I posted? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, wait. You posted it with your nails. Yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah, I That's did. Right. Yeah, I read that one. I liked it. It was really funny. What else? I read Her Body and Other Parties. I still have to read it. That one was good. I liked it. Um, some of the stories were a little confusing, but you get you get the gist of it once you continue. I finished My Brilliant Friend. Oh, how was that? Wasn't it getting like kind of hard for you to read it? Dude, it was really hard to get into it the first 
100 pages. And I really forced myself to read it because shout out to our girl, Kim. I was like, Kim loves this book, so I need to read it. (laughs) And so I kept reading it and I ended up really liking it, especially because um, it was giving queer vibes and I really liked it. And I, I, there's, I don't know what happens in the next book, but that girl is gay. I don't care what anyone says. She's gay like the main character no way she's not gay is that part of the one where it's like multiple books that you guys were talking about like before that one yes okay i haven't read any of them i haven't either but i want to buy the it's there's four books in the series and i think it all talks about different points of their lives between like these two friends and then i read night crawling (sighs) so good let's shout her out Layla Motley, you are that bitch. I don't even know if she's still 17, but the literal like owner of the publishing company wrote a letter in the beginning of it talking about how when this manuscript landed on their desk, they were like in shock that this girl was 17. So she might be 18 or 19 at this point because I don't know when all of that happened, but she was 17 when she started writing it and i just find that incredibly amazing but also heartbreaking that a 17 year old wrote all of that material and i don't think it from what i read in the author's note it's not really completely based on her life and her experiences but she did grow up in oakland and she did grow up around that so i don't know it was just so it was so good do you want to summarize it I haven't read it yet. It's about this young black woman who lives in Oakland. Oakland is a city outside of San Francisco here in California. And um, she lives in this apartment complex with her brother, her older brother, who wants to be a rapper, but he refuses to get a job and he refuses to help out, even though he is an older brother. And she kind of has to pick up the slack for him and for her next door neighbor who is this he's like a 12 year old kid named trevor whose mom like just randomly leaves for like a month or so and so she kind of has to take care she takes it upon herself to take care of her older brother and the kid next door and provide for everyone because they don't have any income and they're about to get evicted so she starts like walking the streets like she starts having sex with men for money and she ends up um and the way she doesn't even the way she ends up getting caught up in all of this is she's at some party she steps out to the roof just to get some air and some guy follows her out there and kind of like forces her into doing stuff with him he just hands her like 200 dollars afterwards and is like thank you and like leaves and uh, I might be remembering this wrong, but I think he also is like, oh, like I have some connects if you want more clients. And he gives her like a bunch of numbers to all these cops that are involved in this like sex trafficking ring. And she kind of is like, I just got $200 from feeling this guy up. Like maybe I can make more money, even though she's 17 at the time. And so... She gets caught up in that and starts trying to make more money. Um, And then when she turns 18, the cops come to her house and 
like the cops that are not involved in the sex trafficking ring they come to her house and start questioning her and it turns into like this whole like high profile trial and things just spiral from there it was so sad but it was also so good and i just it was one of my favorite books of the year i need to read it it's on my list and it moved up <laughs> so. and then after that i finished this book called friday black which is just a collection of short stories. It was good. Some of the stories were a little confusing, but after that, I started a different collection of st- short stories that I'm currently reading. That is the funniest thing I have read in so long, and I love it. And you should request it on that alley. What is it? It's called Bad Thoughts by Nada Alik. Okay. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but it's really funny. It's just about all these women who live in LA. But <laughs> stories are so good. So that's what I've been reading. I literally have only been reading Alone With You in the Ether because it took me forever fucking ever. Yeah. You gotta get on that reading grind. I think the only thing that gets me out of like slumps is like romance books. Yeah. I really want to read... Um, forgot hold on play as it lays i think slouching towards bethlehem it's that one that one yeah that's the one i want to read but i literally read like a page of the year of magical thinking and i was like it's gonna be so good i have to buy it for mia and thank you for that you're welcome (laughs) guys someone please venmo me a thousand dollars so that um I can buy me a, a plane ticket to LA and provide her with staying. Because <laughs> I just, I don't know. Today was just a lot. A lot of embarrassment, a lot of, um, no, literally just embarrassment and then like technical difficulties. I hate feeling embarrassed. It's like the worst feeling ever it no it is and i suffer from like no it literally will ruin like my week because like i won't stop thinking about it like this is gonna keep me up tonight i'm not gonna say what happened no. i literally can't talk about it but it's gonna keep me up tonight and next time that we meet again <laughs> i'm like trying not to like give clues but i'm literally gonna be like shitting myself right before because i'm gonna have like this trauma (laughs) i just like sometimes i'll be sitting and i'll get like a whole ass flashback to something i did or said years ago and i will make an involuntary noise like i'll be like it's a yes it's like a shiver (laughs) no it happens to me all the time and i hate it like no this is gonna be up there. I'll I'll think of something and I'll out loud I'll go I'll just be like oh you stupid fucking bitch. Me and too. Jacob- <laughs> <laughs> and Jacob's like what? <laughs> like what? Are you talking about? <laughs> I'm the same way, and I think it's also because I'm so shy, so I overthink like every conversation I've ever had, and then like I replay yeah. it after, and then I realize yeah. all the dumb things that I could have just not said, and they're. Um, and people don't even think yeah. about it, but like, I will overthink it and be like, there was just no reason. 
my social anxiety got so bad when I first moved to LA. Like it was the worst it had ever been. I would go hang out with people and like new friends I had just met. And the whole time I would be freaking out. And then on my entire drive home, I would literally just be replaying every single little thing I said and being like, oh, you're so stupid. You sounded so dumb. Like everyone there hated you. Yes. Like, never show your face again. Oh. Blah, blah, blah. And it got so bad. And I was like, I can't continue like this. Like how am I like going to function? I'm just now forcing myself to like get over this. Like I'm making myself like go out more and like talk to more people and like put myself in uncomfortable situations. Well, actually, I haven't like really done it, but I'm like forcing <laughs> like just I'm thinking about yeah. it. So like it's. It's enough right now. Totally, totally. But I was about to put myself in an uncomfortable situation yesterday. And I didn't go through with it, but I was really about to. Like, I was full. Like, I was even getting ready. Really? So, it was, like, a big step. Wait, what was the situation? Where, where were you going to go? Um, <laughs> <laughs> silence. I was going to. Just to summarize, it was ba- just an uncomfortable situation that no one wants to be in but like at the end of the day it is fine it's fine yeah and like nobody else would like think about like it's not a big issue but for me it is Mm -hmm. and especially like being in like if the situation's like being with a new group you either you like you click or you don't and it's like awkward and yeah the fact that like i it can possibly like be awkward and like you don't click like that scares me so bad so it was going to be like one of those situations and I was really close to doing it mostly because I was really trying to like be with somebody but like I wasn't willing to put myself in the un- uncomfortable situation. So it was a big step that I was getting ready for it. And next week I will fully do it. Okay. I, it's like a goal I'm doing it next week. <laughs> That's good. I think it's really scary at first and it sucks, but then you kind of, the feeling does go away once you put yourself out there. Yeah. And it's like the part of like the worst part is like getting ready and like right before you do it and then you get there and like normally it's fine and like the conversations are flowing and like, oh, like I had nothing to worry about, but it's like the overthinking of before you do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've had so many times where I've been going somewhere and I've literally considered just turning my car back around and going home. I have. And being like, I can't. <laughs> yeah. It's scary. And um, the only thing that helped me was therapy because I had to really work on it because it was crippling. And especially here in LA where it's LA and like the stereotype of LA is a really difficult thing to get past because it's a not actually like that, but the whole time it's in your mind and in the back of your mind. So you could be out hanging out and you're going to be like, oh, like people are going to think I'm ugly. People are going to think I look poor. People are going to think I'm too this and too that because I feel like what you hear about LA is like, it's all like white superficial influencers. LA like is full of really cool people. And once you get past that, barrier it becomes so much easier and I just had to stop 
I had to stop caring what other people thought of me because it was so like it was feeding way too much into how I was acting thinking because you know what people are gonna have thoughts about you but you can't control that you can't control how other people think of you I feel like that also depends like on who you're around Mm -hmm. because there's like some people that will like you just feel like there's no judgment Mm -hmm. but then like with others like you just like you just know that there's judgment there so it's hard to even be yourself and then like I know you said like try like it's you shouldn't care about what people think but when you know that they are judging like it's hard not to uh, yeah it is but then also those are the people you don't want to be around those are like people you should not keep in your life oh my god I was actually last week I was like in the worst like mood ever and like the biggest lump like I didn't even want to leave my room and like or do anything like I couldn't read I couldn't watch tv like I didn't I couldn't even text Mm. and then um on Friday I forced myself to go out I had a good time then I got into um an incident that thing happened oh okay okay. and I was like you know what maybe this was like a sign for me like to not go out that whole week like I should I just shouldn't even have forced (laughs) myself because then like that thing happened and but it was fine it's fine at the end of the day it was fine yeah got over it yeah I don't think it's a sign to not go out. I think it was. You just need to be more <laughs> careful. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of in like a state of limbo right now. I have nothing happening. I just finished going through an existential crisis. So I'm just. When was this? This was a couple weeks ago when <laughs> my my work announced that we were going, we were going to be going back to in-person every day and it sent me into a spiral (laughs) I don't know what it was I think I was going through a manic episode because I was just not my thoughts were racing I I was like I need to quit my job I need to I'm gonna work in publishing now I'm gonna work in marketing I'm just gonna quit everything I'm gonna move and then that this is done like I'm leaving LA was this when you were like I don't even know if I want to do like this anymore and you were thinking about doing like something completely yes. different. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. I was like, oh, okay. I didn't. I don't even think I said anything. I was like, oh my god, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> I like called my therapist and I was like, girl, we need to have a meeting, please. And so I'm okay now. I got talked down. I got talked <laughs> off the ledge. But it was um, it was quite a week, and I was just so like. God, I don't know if anyone has experienced this. Well, I'm sure people have. But when you go through a manic episode or just a really frantic time and you feel frazzled, you feel like you're vibrating. Like my brain was like vibrating. I was acting as if I needed to find a new job by the end of the week so I could not go to work every day in person. I think you're like very (laughs) impulsive though. So like that kind of scared me a little. I was like, she's really about to like quit her job. (laughs) Because, like, I don't get like that because I, I overthink everything. So, like, I can think it. But, like, mm-hmm. for me to actually do something, like, it's going to take me a long time. So, I don't really get like that. Yeah. I was scared, too. <laughs> and, but it didn't happen. So, I'm, I'm still here. I'm still in LA. It's really hard. It's hard to, when you're going through that, it's really hard to take a step back and, and look at what's happening. Because when you're in it it's like oh my god like 
I need to do something now. I need to like figure out something now. And um, I was having trouble taking a step back and taking a beat. And that's why I, I'm really glad I was able to have like an appointment with my therapist. She was like, okay, you need to take a breath. <laughs> that's why I get so impulsive because I can't take a step back and lay all my cards out on the table. I'm just like, this is what I need to do and I need to do it now. Sometimes you, yes, you're very, you like, you get a thought and you're like, okay, let me solve. Like, you need to do it now, like you said. Like, yeah. And you do that a lot. And I'm like the complete opposite. Like, I will think about it for a few days and then I'm like, okay. Which, they both have their pros and cons. Because you're like girl boss. <laughs> I'm girl boss. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, what's the other one? Girl boss? Gaslight. <laughs> Gatekeep. Gatekeep. I'm like gaslight, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> the th- what is that one saying? The three horsemen of the apocalypse <laughs> are girl boss, gaslight, and gatekeep. Yeah. Do you watch shows? Yeah. I, <laughs> I was like, yeah. Um, lately, I haven't. There's like certain time periods where I'm, I finish one and I, rest- I, I can restart it. And then like I'll rewatch a show or like I'll watch like so many like back to back but like i haven't really like, been in that mood lately but i just caught up with ted lasso i don't know okay i just watched it because my friend was like she wasn't forcing me but like kind of <laughs> and <laughs> i didn't know what to expect i just knew it was like funny and it's been like mm-hmm. sweeping at award shows so i was like okay it has to be like good yeah so i watched it and i really liked it but i just can't get over jason's accent in it is he British in it? No, I wish. Oh. He has he they, it's like based over there, but he's like mm-hmm. I had no idea like literally any of this. He, he is like from Kansas or something and he moves to coach a soccer team cuz he was a football coach before and he moves to oh. like London to coach a soccer team. So he has that twang. <laughs> <laughs> And it's very hard for me to, like, listen to it mm-hmm. because I'm just used to, like, his normal voice, which, like, is much better. Besides that, it's really good. I recommend. I had some good laughs. <laughs> Have you been watching anything? I um, I feel like I'm so late to the game because everyone was talking about it when it first came out. But I started watching that one show, Unorthodox. I haven't heard about it. It's based on a memoir that this woman wrote about how she escaped the hasidic community in brooklyn can we talk about the difference in our shows (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's pretty different but i I, I watch everything this is i'm not like a drama watcher i don't really watch dramas very often i love dramas but i need like good romance in it and like have you seen insecure i feel like you would like that but is it like i like you know i like like middle-aged people yeah they're in their well they're in their like 30s okay yeah that's fine like my exception has been like euphoria and then like shows i used to watch like one tree hill and like stuff like that but it needs Mm. to have like like for me to love a show like i just don't like like high school things like you told me to watch normal people i'm sorry i can't (laughs) (laughs) weren't you also re-watching gilmore girls i have been re-watching gilmore girls i it's just it's kind of just a background show at this point i just put it on and like that's like one of my big comfort shows yeah oh my god rory 
is so fucking dumb. And she's dumb in all the ways. But I just will never get over her picking Logan over Jess. I I literally don't like her. So, like, any decisions she has made, like, ever. I liked her maybe, like, season one. But, like, I'm just such a Lorelai fan. I just don't even pay attention to Rory at this point. And, like, after what she did with, um, what happened with Dean and, like, that whole, like, situation. Not, like, in the beginning, like, when she was, like, with him. When he Mm. was, like, married or whatever. And, like, the way that, like, Lorelai had to find out, like, I just don't like her. And I stand Lorelai. I don't know. I just think that some kids need to be beat. (laughs) (laughs) She grew up with Lorelai, which is like, Lorelai is literally like a best friend. Like, she's a mom, Mm -hmm. but like, she's more of a friend. And so she never had any like discipline, like, at all. And she just had like a good, like, her and Lorelai were good. Like, she had a good life growing up, even though they didn't have um, her dad. But. Mm. They, like, lived better without him, and, like, she had, like, such a good life, and, like, literally rich, basically. Like, Lorelai isn't, yeah. but, like, they have that, like, yeah, still. But, yeah. And she got into, like, her, like, dream schools and whatever, and, like, for her to turn out the way that she does is just, like, disappointing to me. When she goes to college, like, I just, I, I don't like that. Yeah. Because then it, like... It's, like, less, like, Lorelai because then they just, like, show her over there and, like, I don't care about it. Yeah. I I love <laughs> Paris. Paris is my favorite character. Oh, I love That Paris. bitch is so funny. I love that actress. She's my fave. How do you feel about Luke? He's okay. He's just such a grump. Yes, like, ugh. And he just reminds me so much of somebody that I've talked to before, like, been with, kind of. Mm-hmm. So now I rewatch it and like it kind of makes me like uncomfortable. Yeah, I get you. He is just such a grump. I love them though, but like he is like sometimes I'm like, I love them too. Why is he like that? <laughs> the whole April situation. I was just who is that? Like the kid, his kid. Oh shit! How he I didn't. He had the little girl. Yeah, he has a freaking <laughs> kid, and he wasn't letting. Lorelai in her life really and like the the wife or not the wife her mom didn't want Lorelai in her life yeah as if like Lorelai wouldn't be like the best stepmom like right Ugh, so lame but yeah I completely forgot about that it's been so long since I watched well when I watch I never make it like that far yeah I mean the first time I watched it, I only I stopped watching when she went to Yale and then I stopped so I it, I was like a rewatch, but also I'm watching the later seasons for the first time. Oh, what? Yeah, because I stopped that when she went to Yale and I never picked it back up. Wow, okay. Whoever created this series has to be like a Mormon or something because there are so much subliminal, just so many subliminal things saying that like you should wait, that sex is bad and you need to wait until marriage. Really? Yeah. Like what? It's been such a long time. Like I don't. I don't think I caught up on it. Okay, well, the biggest thing is the episode where Paris loses her virginity. And she's talking to Rory about it in their house. And Paris is, like, kind of freaking out because she just had sex for the first time. And Rory was like, I haven't had sex yet. And so they're just talking about it. And Lorelai just comes into the, the house. And she's overhearing 
Rory talking about how she hasn't had sex yet, but Paris hasn't. And Lorelai is like ecstatic that her daughter hasn't had sex yet. And she straight up, she straight up at one point is just like, oh, like I got the good kid. Like my kid has had sex. My, my kid's the good kid because she hasn't had sex yet. And she is just so happy that Rory has not had sex yet. And I was just like, this is so weird. Like what? I don't know. It was just really weird. And then that same exact episode, the whole plot of it is that after they have this conversation because Paris just lost her virginity, Paris doesn't get into Harvard and Rory does. And the way that they structured it really felt like they were trying to say, it really felt like Paris didn't get into Harvard as a consequence to having sex. And I don't know if that's a reach, but like, wow. I don't know. I don't remember like any of that. So I need to rewatch and like focus on that. And I guess I can kind of see because like how Lorelai got pregnant so young. I mean, it's not like she made it seem like they had a bad life or anything because like, obviously you see like Lorelai's fine, even though she was, she had a baby like young, but mm-hmm. she had to like run away and like struggled like so much and then like that's exactly why it's like so weird because Lorelai had sex really young and she ended up having a kid which her life is great now so it's like what are they trying to say because on top of that Elaine has sex one time and she ends up pregnant oh my god I forgot about that too it's just weird and I don't know they really portray Rory as like some weird like Virgin Mary saint type character because she hasn't because she waits until she's over 18 to have sex and it's just and then she waits until like the worst possible moment oh my god exactly that show has some really strange underlying themes but i'm a just stan forever and always oh, me too and i think i love milo so that was my opinion on <laughs> gilmore girls <laughs> i do this <laughs> every time i take an edible i end up watching riverdale and I didn't realize how much I had been watching it until the other day because I finished it. You caught up? I finished it, No, Mia. you didn't. I watched Stop. everything. No. I did. How do you not realize you watched three or four seasons? <laughs> I don't. Well, okay, okay, okay. I started on season five. Wait, there's five seasons? There's five seasons. And season six is airing right now i think i stopped at three the first season is good i'm not gonna lie it's kind of good i only watched the first season the first season is good and then they go crazy and i wanted to watch season five because that's when like they really start getting off their rocker and they have like a seven year time jump and they all are just like Archie, like, goes to war. Cheryl is, like, a witch. And it's just the most bizarre (laughs) thing ever. But it's so entertaining. I kind of want to watch. You should. Because this is so funny. I stopped because... um, I don't even remember why. I mean, it's just bad. But um, I don't know what specifically, like, just, like, made me, like, close my laptop and, like, never turn it on again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this season, this fifth season is crazy, if you want to just start it there. Betty's, like, part of the FBI. Junkhead gets abducted by aliens. You're lying. <laughs> I'm not even no. joking. 
not joking. I don't think I can watch it. <laughs> um, isn't she with Archie now? This whole season, both Betty and Veronica were with Archie. Oh, okay. So they're, it's like, they're, they have this weird on and off thing happening. Are they still best friends? No, not really. Okay, good, because that'd be, like, odd they're not, if they're sharing the same man. Yeah, they're not really besties anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's, like, my roster of shows, but Riverdale and is done, so. We've talked about so much shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, what What are we going to talk about next next episode? <laughs> This has been, thank you guys for listening and for your support. You can find us on Instagram at Hot Girl Novels and HGN Talks for specific podcast related content. Our bookmarks are available on our Etsy if you guys want to support us, support two broke bitches who would love to keep this running with your support. Um, but thank you guys for listening, for hanging out wherever you are, if you're on your commute, if you're cooking. <laughs> you're just sitting at home i always wonder what people are doing when they listen to podcasts like what are you up to you should send honestly if you're listening to this you should send me a picture <laughs> send us a picture <laughs> at hgn talks just to see like what you're up to i'm genuinely just curious like what are you doing right now I sound like a stalker um but yeah thank you guys for hanging out and we'll see you next week outro music <laughs> Thank you.